This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to the Wizarding World, World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, and always with me is my good old other co-host, Nina. Hey! And, I mean, I, I just thought of this just now. I really need to change up that intro now. It's we, We've been doing this for over a year. Ooh. Ooh, I'll have to think of something. Right? I need to look at new music, look doing a different out intro. Outro will probably keep the same. Maybe do some mid-break. Different, one of the mid, like the, the start mid-breaks. I might change that, too. That too. The ending mid-break's fine, because I like the spell whipping. <laughs> I agree. That's great. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, yes. But uh, we are here yeah. with another topic we went over that I went over in the past uh, that we are redoing and tackling it uh, with Nina here. Mm-hmm. And Nina, do you like the holidays? Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I've, all right. If I'm going to be you like wizarding the holidays? Yeah, it's more magical. It's more magical. This last year was really hard on me for holidays. For I couldn't get into it to save my life. And yeah, that's fair. I I'm just, the same I, way. I, I um, struggle. My my mom. She puts up five Christmas trees in a house for no apparent reason, <laughs> and with all the effort that only like a few people will see. Yeah, I don't understand. But anyway, that's just. I don't know if anybody yeah. else has parents like that who just my in-laws are like that on Christmas. Yep. But hey, nope. If that's what you like, sure. I just, I don't know. Usually I have like, I've at least one tree up. Sometimes we've had two. I usually decorate. I just could not get into it this year. I struggled so hard. But I, normally I like the holidays, yes. Okay. Well, that, hey, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So yes. with Christmas being, we went up, we, we, Christmas has passed. It's been almost mm-hmm. a month now. We, as we are recording this on the 24th. So it's been a month. But uh, yeah, this week's episode, we are going over Christmas at Hogwarts uh, yet again. And uh, so to get right with it, so those who, so I can't talk today, can I? Mm. My tongue is tying so much. Stumbling. Uh, someone put a jinx on me, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But for those who stayed at Hogwarts for the Christmas holidays, enchantment and extravagance awaited. Harry Potter had fond memories of spending Christmas at Hogwarts since he never had any fun with the Dursleys, which is a very... Yeah, who would have fun with the Dursleys? Nobody. Uh, when he and Hermione visit Godric's Hollow in December of 97, the carols coming from the church reminded him of the peeves bellowing rude versions of carols from inside the suits of armor of the Great Hall's 12 Christmas trees of Dumbledore's wearing a bonnet and that he won in a cracker uh, of Ron in a hand-knitted sweater. So sweet. And um, you can actually find peeves. Um like scaring people in suits of armor in Hogwarts Legacy. I don't think they did the I don't remember at least um him doing the carols uh, during the Christmas holiday, Christmas time. I don't remember catching him doing it, but I guess there is a chance. I mean, there was a lot to look at. Yeah. Oh yes. In Hogwarts. So, it maybe if if any of you know about him doing it, please let us know cuz that's definitely something I don't know about. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Professor McGonagall took a list of students who wished to stay for Christmas holidays during the second week of December. Their uh, presents were piled on foot of their beds at their dormitories and would find them when they wake up in Christmas morning. Oh, Twelve large decorated fir trees, mistletoe, and holly were among the decorations that Hagrid and the professors hoped put on the Great Hall during the Christmas holidays. Snow fell from the ceiling of the Great Hall, but unlike real snow, the snow was dry and warm. Around the castle, suits of armor were also enchanted to sing carols. The Christmas feast featured roast turkey, potatoes, chipotas, chipotalas, Sure. When I first saw this, I literally, my mind went straight to Chipotle. That's just me. <laughs> um, I think it's Chipolatas. Chipolatas, yeah. They, yeah, Chipolatas. There we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Peas, gravy, cranberry sauce, and flaming Christmas puddings. Uh, the staff might also enjoy wine with their meal. Wizard crackers exploded loudly and contained more impressive flavors than their muggle counterparts, such as the proper hats and bonnets, live mice, and wizard chess sets. Yeah. So Hogwarts just sounds like, like you think of this as like a magical Christmas experience. Hogwarts just puts it in an extravagant flamboyant way that you just can't deny and the movies i don't even think the movies do it justice like no, your God, imagination no. could just, just i mean the books do it justice image of it oh yeah the books too and if you can just let your imagination run with it like that's phenomenal and i just want to point out leaving the presents at the foot of the bed for <laughs> professor mcgonnell does it's so sweet so i am definitely the type of person though that will wake us up at the crack of dawn to open gifts right because that it's like my favorite thing to do and then i don't care what we do after that but it's like the one time that my family puts up with me waking them up at like 5 36 o'clock <laughs> oh like, i we're know doing I, used, I used to do that so much when i was younger nowadays <laughs> i sleep i just like sleep <laughs> as an adult i understand but the one day a year i just it's christmas i just want the presents i get my coffee made for me in the morning it's a magical experience in its own way for me Fair enough. That's all I gotta say. So, um, here's a bit of the history of Christmas in the Wizarding World. 
Um, so in the 1970s, at some point prior to the 1970s, Herbert Burry proposed an adaption of the Fountain of Fair Fortune as a Christmas treat for both the staff and students. The show, however, was a fiasco. The students playing <laughs> Ameta and Sir Luckless had been boyfriend and girlfriend until one hour before the show, at which point Sir Luckless dumped her for Asha. <gasps> oh, the drama! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just oh boy uh during the play the engorged ashwinder uh Ash, ashwinder yeah portrayed of the worm exploded scattering a rubble and setting fire to the floorboards while Amita and asha started dueling fiercely professor burry was caught in the crosshair fire and his head assumed unusual proportions this would be a play to remember (laughs) oh right Uh, and then while the staff uh, evacuated the Grey Hall the fire raging inside it threatened to engulf the place of course there were several people sent to the hospital wing and Professor uh, Umberdolo Dippet had put Professor Cerberus Kettleburn um, in one of his 62 periods of probation in response to his uh, dramatic fiasco Professor Dippet imposed a blanket ban on future uh, phantomies. Phantomies? Future performances. It's another word for it. Um, Then we skip quite a bit of time to 1991. So Harry Mm -hmm. Potter and the Weasleys, Ron, Fred, and George, and Percy were among the students to stay at the holidays in 91. Among uh, Harry's ghosts was the year his father's invisibility cloak uh, given to him anonymously... By Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. Famous invisibility cloak. Shoot. I forgot to put. Oh Hmm. no. Oh. These show notes. I haven't revised too much. And I forgot to put a mid break section in it. Oops. There we go. Uh, then we have 92, 1992. So in 1992, Harry Ron uh, spared uh, from expulsion by Headmaster Dumbledore for using the flying forward angula um, to reach Hogwarts. Professor Snape's expression was described as though Christmas had been canceled. Because, no. yeah, just Snape really wanted Harry and Ron to be expelled so yeah. bad. His fondest dream came blowing up in his face yeah yeah so uh and then december of that year harry ron and hermione granger stayed at hogwarts so they could question draco malfoy to determine if he used the air slytherin by disguising themselves as slytherins with apologies potion well hermione turns into a half-breed cat yeah um note to self apologies potions not made for animal transformations it is not. Period. Don't do this. Period. Don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> also, Don't it takes it, t- it takes what was it like? Take a thirty yeah, days. T- no, it takes a month. Yeah, it takes a month yeah. just to brew the potion. Yeah, it's very complicated. Oh yes. And then uh, now we have 1993. So in 93, Ron, uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione once again stayed at Hogwarts for the holidays. Harry received another anonymous gift, his firebolt, which was eventually revealed to become from his Sirius Black, his godfather. Which is um, very different from what we get in the film. Um, 
in the film adaptation. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm okay. I just got a ram text message from my mom saying Gary Graham just passed away, who was in Star Trek, which I never watched Star Trek. Why not? I'm a Star Wars fan. I never got into Star Trek. <laughs> oh, you, you can't you can't cross into that stream. No, I'm sorry. No. Sorry, anybody who uh, likes Star Trek, watch uh, listening to the show. I'm not a Star Trekkie. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, this is a uh, very different from what we get in the film. In the film of yeah. Prison Basketball, Harry gets his fireball at the end of the film, literally at the very end, where mm-hmm. in the f- book. He gets it literally, like, not even to the halfway point of Isn't the book. Isn't it also... Um, and he gets to use it against Slytherin. Now, yeah. literally when he got the firebolt, it was taken from him almost immediately uh, by McGonagall and Flitwick, who were constantly... They did over, I think, 500 different charm checks and jinxes on mm-hmm. it. Just to verify it wasn't going to kill him. And it yeah, was not jinx, not enchanted, nothing of the sorts. Because Sirius mm-hmm. wasn't remotely even trying to kill him. Um, yeah. And uh, the best thing was like when Harry was able to actually use this in a Quidditch match. It was great. Yeah. It's definitely the epitome of playing with your new toy. <laughs> yeah, and especially really if you good. can use it against the the house that you hate the most. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Though uh, the, I will say though, the best moment in the book would have to be the Quidditch match that uh, so Draco, uh, Crab, and Goyle um, mm-hmm. have their long robes on, and they try to like spook Harry as if they were Dementors. And they weren't. And I was, there was no Dementors in this uh, Quidditch match like we see in the film. Harry straight up used Expecto Patronum against them, and they <laughs> just freaking freaked out. And basically, <laughs> um, it crapped their pants. Um, that they, they they shit their pants. It was hilarious, and McGonagall went off. Yeah, oh that was a good God. moment of seeing her fury. Yes, and you do not mm-hmm. mess with Quidditch when it was, comes to McGonagall. No. She is a diehard <laughs> Quidditch fan. Do not mess with the game with McGonagall in the room. No. You don't want to mess with her, period, ever. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we jump to 1994. So during the 1994-95 school year, Hogwarts held the Yule Ball for the Christmas holidays as part of the Triwizard Tournament. As a result, more students than usual stayed at Hogwarts for the holidays. The Great Hall was decorated differently than usual uh, on the, for the occasion, and the walls covered in silver frost and garlands of mistletoe and ivy. So pretty. It was gorgeous. Seeing this in film was awesome. Yeah. Now... I am excited. Um, upcoming with you know the the announcement of the Harry Potter uh, reboot like TV series that they're planning on doing, mm-hmm. and each season is going to it's going to take over place over ten years, and it's going to do all the books in their glorious detail. Yes. So hopefully, because the first season will be Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone. Hopefully we'll actually get these like Christmas scenes. I hope so. 
I hope they do them justice too. Oof. And they're supposedly Oof, supposed to be, so be like one hour episodes, supposedly. But who knows? As they that. should be. Yeah. Uh, probably anywhere from like 50 to an hour, I would think. Mm-hmm. HBO is usually pretty good about doing that. Yep. Yeah. That is that is one good thing with HBO. That is true. Mm-hmm. None of the Game of Thrones episodes are short. God, no, they so, weren't. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that. Um, nope. But uh, let us take our quick mid-break here, and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back. Or we are now in the mid break. Gosh, my, I'm I'm not I'm all out of the place today. Uh, welcome to the mid break of the show where we talk about everything with the podcast. That has nothing to do with the lore. And here, I want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the show. And if you want to support the show, there's a few options you can do. Uh, you can join us on patreon.com slash wizardworldlorecast, where you can get ad-free episodes, or even join us on the end of the month of an episode of the topic of your choosing. You can uh, also support us on Apple and Spotify. We leave us a review on Apple with some words. We'll read out loud the next time on the show, as well as a Spotify comment with some nice words, which we don't have any this week, but that's okay. Uh, you can also find us on a few different Discord servers, the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my own Discord server, the Ben and Friends Podcasting, uh, which are in, those links are in the description below. And you can find us live on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Tamaria, to where you can find us going live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, um, and join us in live chat to where you can join this chaotic fun of everything Wizarding World. You can even ask us live questions and we'll yes. try to answer it to you, answer them to you uh, live on, on uh, yes. while we're doing the recording. So please do that. It's a lot of fun. Um, yes. Oh, derail us really easily. Oh, yes. Go go listen to Final Fantasy. <laughs> we will we, de- we derail so much. <laughs> so much but um mm-hmm. other than that, that that's all i have for the mid break it's pretty qu- uh short and sweet this week mm-hmm. do you have anything it else is? i don't know okay well let's get okay. right back to it all right hey 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. See, I love that sound. I'm going to keep that sound at least. Mm-hmm. The other I sounds agree. like I, I I can replace that one. We could work something in. I'll figure something. But yeah. uh, nonetheless, now we jump to 1995. So in the 95, uh, Dobby took upon himself to decorate the room requirement, the classroom for Dumbledore's army with mistletoe and 100 golden ornaments mm-hmm. bearing Harry's face in the words, have a very, have a very hairy Christmas. <laughs> it's so innocent. I love it. Because Dobby... <laughs> And that's the other thing I'm super excited to see once they actually like start pumping out the seasons for the HBO mm-hmm. series. We'll get more Dobby. Like the films didn't do him justice. He's in Chamber of Secrets and we don't see him again until um Deathly Hollows Part One, the very end of that movie. And he's in no. the books. Like literally going forward after Prisoner of Azkaban, he's in the books on a regular basis. Yeah, I can't wait to see the house elves get more in the show, even with just their roles. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it was kind of skipped over with the movies. No, oh, yeah, I mean, and a lot of characters were skipped over with the films because I mean, the, you can only do so much in a two hours right. span, two two and a half hour span. Come with a book that can easily fill up ten plus hours of live screen, so. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I was watching the Graham Norton show and um, saw a clip of uh, Daniel Radcliffe and the uh, actress who played uh, Professor Sprout. She was only in two mm-hmm. films. She was only in uh, Chamber of Secrets and Deathly Hollows Part 2. That's oh, it. she was in Part 2, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. The very end. But that's, that's the only time we have Professor Sprout. Yeah. But she She's gets such re- a joyous woman. She is. Ben, and you find out through that interview, there was a swear jar on set. <laughs> and Daniel Daniel Radcliffe had no idea because he's like, oh, I wouldn't swear in front of you, but the other kids, that's a different story. Yeah, it's fine. He's like, yeah, he's Fair the way. lead. <laughs> Why would you swear in front of the lead? <laughs> uh, Why not? Um, and then uh, Dobby also decorated sometimes, uh, sometime before the DA had their last meeting on the term of the evening Evening of Wednesday, uh, December 18th, in the fifth year, Harry intended to go to the borough, but spent Christmas at Grimworld Place. Harry also visited Arthur at St. Mungo's while he healed from Nagini's attack. Mm-hmm. And this is also the scene um, when he goes sees Arthur Weasley in the hospital. This is also where we see the return of Gilderoy Lockhart. Because he's in St. Mungo's. Sorry, I'm not jumping for joy. No, no one is. If you like Lockhart, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're a special kind of person. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, (laughs) jumping ahead to 1996. Mm -hmm. uh, So before the Christmas holidays officially began, Professor Slughorn threw a Christmas party for members of Slug Club Club and their guests to the dismay of 
Remidia, Vane, and other admirers of the Chosen One, Harry attended the party with Luna Lovegood. Hermione brought uh, Cormac McLagan to annoy Ron. Also in Tendis, uh was Professor Snape, Professor Tolani, and a waitstaff of house elves. Mm-hmm. Hermione left Cormac under the mistletoe and kept avoiding him. Harry excused himself from conversation with a man that would have liked to write his biography, but soon ended up talking to a drunk and bitter Torani. Which, that sounds interesting on itself. uh, I would think her gift would definitely be nullified at that point. It would just be all personality. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of her splendid personality at that point. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, (laughs) Slughorn praised Harry's potion skills, and Snape was suspicious. The awkward party interaction went for a while. Uh, Then Filch, uh, with Draco in tow, uh, disrupted the party and explained that Draco claimed they had been invited to the party. Draco then admitted that uh, he wasn't invited, and Slughorn favored leniency and said Draco could stay but Snape took Draco out of the Slughorn's abnormally large and decorated office and Harry put on his invisibility cloak and followed them. Yes. Which is uh, also, I think, was this after I can't remember this is when they have that duel in the bathroom. Was this after this? I want to say it was. I thought it was before. Might have been before. I'm pretty sure it was after. I can't remember. Mm. Correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong in the Discord. Yeah. Um, in his sixth year, Harry spent Christmas at the Burrow with the Weasleys, uh, Flower Delacour, and Remus Lupin. Uh, since Harry, Ron, and Hermione did not return to Hogwarts for their seventh year, as they hunting for Tom Riddle's Horcruxes, uh, he and Hermione spent the Christmas Eve in Godric's Hollow, while Ron spent Christmas with Bill and Fleur at Shell Cottage. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, And then now we jump to the 2020. Mm -hmm. So we're getting recent years. Uh, In 2020, when Albus Potter and Scorpius Malfoy were using the Time Turner, or true Time Turner, in a disastrous attempt to bring Cedric Diggory back to life, uh, Professor McGonagall punished them in lieu of expulsion by a magnitude of detention and complete removal of their privileges and holidays, and Christmas included. (laughs) Oh. She canceled Christmas. <laughs> yes. This is why you don't upset McGonagall. She canceled Christmas. She will cancel everything. <laughs> um, but this is also, this is part of the play of Cursed Child, uh, mm-hmm. which I need to go see because it's now being actually performed in theaters across the um, U.S. now. Uh, not yeah. not just on Broadway anymore. Think, and it's actually been a approved for school plays now going forward. Yes, so school I plays can that. actually now do a Harry Potter play, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, um, don't don't mess with time because if you go Enjoy. go go watch this play because uh, this play is me- oh god, Scorpius and Albus makes such a mess in like make mm-hmm. so many different alternate timelines and it's it's bad yeah just to Ooh. bring cedric back to life and it's like honestly like just doing one little thing in the past will set off a freaking domino effect it's don't called the butterfly effect butterfly yeah butterfly effect yes yes don't mess with 
past. If any of you are listening because you time traveled back, don't touch anything. Go home. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to mess with time, go to the future because that won't do anything. Absolutely. Yeah. It does make a difference to us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can mess things forward in time, not backwards in time. <laughs> Weird concept. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we have uh, students who choose to stay at Hogwarts Castle or return home for the holidays, uh, which began shortly before Christmas Day. And in sometime after New Year's Day, the professor generally went among the students, making a list of those who wanted to stay for the winter holidays. A notable occasion upon which the majority of the students stayed at Hogwarts for Christmas was in 1994, when Hogwarts hosted the Triwizard Tournament and the Yule Ball held on Christmas Day. Harry Potter's first Christmas at Hogwarts in 1991 had been the far the best Christmas he ever had. Which, no. I mean, makes sense because he lived with the Dursleys. Yes, and we all agree that that's not good at all for anybody. No, God, no. No, <laughs> no, no. But I will say, um, Dudley does get better the older he got. He does. He redeems himself. And I, and I, I so hated they took that scene out. There was a, so there's a deleted scene in the Phil Hollows Part One, where um, when the the Dursleys are leaving Privet Drive and Harry stays behind because mm-hmm. they're going to try and you know get away from Harry to protect them. Um. Vernon tells uh, Dudley asks, "Oh, why is he, why isn't Harry coming?" And it's like, "Oh, well, he he's just you know he's not." And Harry responds, it's "Like, oh, I'm just waste space, right, right, Vernon?" And he's like, "It, it makes Vernon question." It's like, "Really?" Yeah. And Dudley literally mans up and says, "I don't think you're a waste of space," and like shakes his hand. I was like, "That is oh. such a character." Like after the uh, the events of um. Order of the Phoenix, when Dudley gets attacked by the Dementor, his attitude com- does a complete 180. It does. Like, I think he actually finally realizes that Harry isn't just making this up. This is a real thing. He yeah. sees the actual implications of Harry's life, and it's wild. I, that, and I do I, like his redemption. I feel like also that because the trauma he had from the Dementor, even though he couldn't mm-hmm. see the Dementor, part of himself left him and I think that might have like lifted oh. something off of him. Look some of the, but that's the just, you know that just way. that's just my opinion. That's just a theory. Yeah, that's just my opinion. That's yeah. my head canon. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh last but not least we do have some behind the scenes. So in the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, it is on Christmas that Bilix Strange and uh Finyar Greyback initiated the burning of the barrow. However in the However, this contradicts the turn of the events in the book where Harry Potter spent the time of the day being uh, interrogated by Rufus uh, Scrimger instead of pursuing Death Eaters and cannot be considered canon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of events in the films that are, like, much different in the books, which the books are canon. Yeah. The films are an adaptation of the books. Yes. Listen um, to the books. Yeah. Listen. Well, yeah. Listen to the books. The books are great. <laughs> Audio version's great. Um, oh, they're so good. <laughs> the PS1 video game adaptation of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, uh, the parcel containing the cloak and visibility sent to Dumbledore, sent by Dumbledore, is delivered by Hedwig to Harry on the Hogwarts attic 
uh, Peeves steals the parcel and then forces Harry to race across the various roof beams to uh, to see who is fastest. If Harry wins, Peeves will throw Harry's parcel back to him. Yeah, I hated he, that. I he just wants to frame some it. some of the stuff they did in the PS One game of that was just weird. Especially like I I just saw a clip of the troll scene uh, mm-hmm. where the troll like you're running from the troll and somehow there's like green acid flowing in the freaking halls of Hogwarts and I was like why am I jumping over oh. these pits of acid what makes what? no sense but no. it's it's a it's a game so there's that too yeah but that is not it, canon no 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 it's not <laughs> no. no the only game that is canon actually two games no, three games. Sorry, three games that are oh. canon. Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Hogwarts, Harry Potter, Hogwarts Mystery. Oh. And um, Harry Potter, Hogwarts, um, what the new one that's out? The the, other, the second mobile game. Oh, shoot. Um, you know, and I just uh, read Magic, an article Magic about Awakened. It. Magic Awakened. I just read an article saying that the storyline of that one is on par with Legacy. Like it's it's a really really good story. Magic Awakened. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But I it, mean, it takes place during the aftermath of um, the fall of Dumbledore or the fall of Voldemort and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I heard that the story was really good. It was an article that I was reading. I was like, well, maybe yeah, I'll have to. It essentially get past the card the, part of it. The game essentially fills in the gaps between Deathly Hallows and um, Cursed Child, essentially. Oh, nice. Okay. Fills in some of the gaps. Not all of them, but some of the gaps. Some of them. Okay. And then also in Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, during Jacob's siblings' research on the Weasley Weasley family, might have uh, liked a Christmas as uh, as a present. The student interviewed Professor Snape and revealed that he liked... A quiet snowfall on Christmas Eve. I can see that. Sitting yeah. there stirring up his potion, staring out the window, watching that snowfall, and it's quiet. And thinking and of the Lily. kids bothering him. Thinking of Lily. That's yep. Yeah. That's him. Yep. Yeah. That's absolutely um, him. So yeah, that's what we have on Christmas and Hogwarts. Or at Hogwarts. At Hogwarts, at Hogwarts yes. which is a lot of fun. Um, also, here's this is nothing to do with the topic of on hand, but um, so if anybody doesn't know, Universal announced that they have a third expansion coming uh, park mm-hmm. coming to Universal Florida. Um, it is set to open in 2025, which is next year. Oh. Yes. <laughs> fun fact: When I thought like. This stuff was just the stuff I I saw was reported last year. I didn't. I was like, okay, cool. It's going to take some time for them to build and whatnot. And then I just recently saw, oh, it's going to open in twenty twenty five. It's like, oh, that that's quick. And then I've seen drone uh, shots. Like people are literally filming it being built. It's literally like a quarter way built. Jeez, like and, how they're using drones. My gosh, is it cool? So. This is the park where um, the Super Nintendo Land is going to be. This is the th- that was the main reason of the expansion to having a third park at Universal Florida. Yeah, uh, was super for this specifically for the Super Mario expansion. 
Yes. But they're adding a lot of DreamWorks stuff. So How to Train a Dragon is going to get its own theme. Yeah, they, I need to go. They were testing. They were already testing rides, uh, which had um. Oh shoot! I'm trying to think of Astrid's uh, dragon. What type of dragon it is? Oh I shoot! Don't know. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what's called on the top of my head. Shoot. Um, but anyway, there's a How to Train a Dragon theme park assuming i'm assuming they're going to expand more with shrek because uh, the billboard of the park has shrek donkey and some other character i can't remember um it's a natter dragon by the way storm natter 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 he's a big old head and eyeballs <laughs> with a lot of spikes no that's so cute uh and I'm... they're adding a third expansion to the wizard world stuff so it's going to get us a third expansion. It's going to set in Paris, France with the Fantastic stuff. But that's not all. They already they're going so each theme park is going to have a giant monument to locate it so you know where it is. And the Wizard World one is a hand with the Elder Wand. Oh. And it's a big golden cool. hand with a gold Elder Wand in it. Really cool. That's it's so a, cool. And it's been reported they're building the Ministry of Magic. And supposedly it's going to be a ride similar to like how the Hogwarts Castle is its own ride. This is like Christmas all in itself with you giving me this information. I'm going to start saving up money and going to Florida. I mean, I already I have a trip planned to go to Florida this year for Universal. And I'm like, crap. So do I, do I do I wait another year to go or and then, yeah. and then I got me got got me thinking I'll do Universal this year so you know get a refresh and like I haven't gone in a decade so I I'd really need to go because I haven't experienced mm-hmm. the what after the expansion where they actually did a lot more and then next year I do a Disney trip. And then the following year, I do a Universal trip where all all that hype and everything has died down. Just enough Whereas, so it's not overcrowded. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what, what you're I, getting that's at. what I did. Um. Uh. That's why, like, when I went to Disney back in 2021. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 2021 because Galaxy's Edge was just um opened up in 2020. In mm-hmm. Florida, so I waited a year for the crowds and everything to die down on that. Ooh. So that's it's like going see, to there you go. Six Flags on like a Tuesday. Six like Flags still there. wait. Six Flags still exist. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? I don't. We don't yeah, have there's... one in Ohio. We had one. It got, it got shut down forever ago. Oh no! Yeah, there's one in um, Gurney in Illinois. Uh, it's a what? Like a hour and a half two hour drive from where i'm at yeah like i could still go we have Um, cedar point so yeah you do have cedar point but then there's so there's like six flags there's like knoxbury farm which i'm not even sure if those are still going or anything i remember going those as a kid but yeah if you go on like a tuesday like it's it's the best you can get to every ride in that park by lunch (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh yeah because it's just nobody comes on a tuesday afternoon like Especially like right when school's starting up or right before school starts up and everything. Oh yeah, it's a good time to go. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, keep that in mind. 
that's all we have for this week. Um, a lot of awesome news that I found and super excited mm-hmm. for. Um, if anybody hasn't gone to Universal, I highly recommend it. Even though I haven't experienced the new expanded stuff to the Wizarding World parks, it's still a lot of fun. I am planning mm-hmm. to do the, they have a Wizarding World uh, vacation package which is really cool, which I will be doing Ooh. because you get, um, I always, when I go to any like theme parks, I stay at a resort with mm-hmm. the theme park because it's much more accommodating and you can, don't have to worry about, um, doing Uber or anything like that because they have bus Yeah, travel is pretty good. Yeah. Travel get, is perfect for Um, Absolutely. But like you get free a free breakfast at the Leaky Cauldron, the three broomsticks. You get a flight ice cream flight at the ice cream shop that I cannot remember his name on the top of my head. Uh, you get like a photo pass uh, to get like a special like photo button pass things they do. Um, yeah. Nice. Yep, I know what I'm asking for for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be epic, uh, and get an a- interactive wand when you're down there. Go to Ollivander's because then you can interact with the entire park. Oh, and I d- I found this out. Go to Gringotts because you can actually get legitimate uh, galleons and use them in the park as currency. Oh my gosh! What an experience! It this whole thing's an experience. It, it's awesome, and if you don't use them, you keep them. I love that. I want to know what the like uh, when I go to Galaxy's Edge at Disney. I they have a thing you can buy at the Joy Depot. It's called a black spire or a out black outpost spire. Uh, the mm-hmm. spire or the spira, which is the currency on the outpost, you can buy, and it's a reloadable gift card. And it's Ooh, it's, I like it's, those. it's it's metal. It's full on metal, and they scan it by a barcode. I like that. I like that they do that. It makes it a lot easier. It makes it a collectible and usable at the same time. Absolutely. That's good stuff. And the uh, park um, workers, um, Mm -hmm. they're all immersed in character. So they actually, like, respond to, oh, you're paying Inspire today. And I was like, well, can you take Republic credits? It's like, no, we don't accept credits here. And I was like, dang it. (laughs) It's like, you will accept credits. It's like, no, you're not a Jedi. (laughs) It's like, darn it. Darn it. (laughs) Right. So... Super excited when I can do that. I can do paying galleons at in Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade. That'd be awesome. Mm. But uh, yeah, that, that's all I have. Anything else you want to add to this week's episode, Nina? Uh, just my question. Oh, that's right. We have the question. Yes. Oh, yes. What was last week's question? So last week's question was, uh, what task does Molly Weasley set for the twins and Ron that Harry joins after they had broken him out of the Dursleys with the flying forward Angela? So we all know that you know it because we were talking about it last week afterwards. But I did get a response in Discord from Kay Allen, and they said the dishes. Now, I would absolutely hate to do the dishes, although we do see the movies she uses magic to wash dishes and I I just need that in my life. I need that in my life so bad, but it is not the dishes, but thank you. Kay Allen for sending your response, but the answer, then I will give you it to you. What is, what task does Molly Weasley set them to do? Denoming. You denome the the yard and the best, (laughs) like I knew this specifically one from the books. It's in, it's in the book. 
but specifically remembering um, playing um, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on the original Xbox, that is literally one of the first things you do in the game is you denome the the uh, the garden at the Weasley's Burrow, where you yeah. literally pick up gnomes and freaking um, shot put them like across the yard. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> It's yeah, it's got to be a great way to get us some aggravation out. But there was a little extra trivia, and it kind of has to do with Christmas. Um, the Muggle Garden Gnomes, uh, something Ron said. Yeah, I've seen those things. They are gnomes, Ron said, bent doubled with his head in the puny d- b- bush, like fat little Santa Clauses with fishing rods. That's how we describe our garden gnomes oh as muggles. God, that is hysterical. <laughs> fat little, and he's not wrong. I mean, oh my God. even... Yeah, he's definitely not wrong. Even the gnomes that you can find now, they're just they're more beard, nose, and hat than anything else. But that's this absolutely what they are. Yes. So um, that's the answer. And if you played, thank you. Uh, but for this week, it's also going to kind of go with the Christmas theme. Uh, we had mentioned it in a we talked about it a while back. So if you've been listening, you might be able to remember what it is. But what dark magical being is present at Professor Slughorn's Slug Christmas party? And we did not mention it in this episode. I made sure of it, so you can't rewind. <laughs> yeah, you can't rewind it in this episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, if you know what it is, if you know what dark magical being is present at Professor Slughorn's Slug Christmas party, go ahead and shout out your answer in Discord. I'll post it again um, when we post the episode or respond in a Spotify comment, and we will do our best to shout you out. But... That's the question I got this week. Yep. And you can't go back to the original episode that I did this on because it's not on the feed anymore. If you do, you can go back on, go to join us on Patreon and you can go and listen to the original. All right. Well, then there you go. You can't cheat at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I guess sorry. you could with Google, but that's no fun. <laughs> that is no fun. Yeah, don't do that. No. But uh, yeah, that's what we have for this week. Uh, thank you, Nina. Uh, for mm-hmm. posing the trivia question, I, I just the denoming. I like as soon as you said it, it's like yes, I know what I know this one. Um, yes, the denoming is really good, and I do appreciate the extra trivia from Bjarne from Denmark. I do like that about the Santa Clauses. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate mm-hmm. that too. Uh, so thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast, and remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardandworldlorecast at gmail.com.